Kay Garvin Show Home and Mortgage Talk, Saturdays at 8 a.m., Sundays at 11 a.m., here on KRDO News Radio 105.5 FM, 1240 a.m., and 92.5 FM. Now, here's your host, Jay Garvin's. This segment is brought to you by Empire Title, Bill McAfee, your best of the best Colorado Springs gold winner. Well, good morning. I would like to be the first one, hopefully this Saturday, to say Happy Easter weekend to you. We just celebrated Good Friday, and what an amazing, glorious weekend it's going to be. I am your friend, Jay Garvin's host, right here on Cardio or your chosen podcast of the Home and Mortgage Talk. And if you've not heard my voice before, don't worry, relax. I'm your friend. It's just you and I. I don't care if you're drinking coffee at your kitchen table or whether you are driving down the road to your next Easter egg hunt event, dump truck load of dirt, or wherever you're going, I am privileged to spend this hour with you. I've got a great conversation today, one that I don't want to spook you. Whoa. Had a little spooky thing there. Thought it was Halloween. It's not. It is still Easter weekend. And yes, let me remind you that our Savior has risen. Still my savior, but back in time, he's still in the tomb. Good Friday, had a great time, took my team to the Broadmoor last week and had a great reflection for Easter, and I want you to take time to reflect upon Easter and our risen savior as well. But today, I'm going to talk a little bit more about a sobering subject, and in a couple minutes, I've got a very good friend of mine to keep it jovial and have me walk through this, but... Today's show is titled, with that drum roll, Is an Economic Recession Coming and How Can You? See, this is not about me. It's not about Bill McAfee or even Matt, my producer. This is about you, how you and I can talk one-on-one, just you and I, Dave, just you and I, Gene, just you and I, Larry, about how you can gain just one nugget of wisdom to know if an economic recession is actually around the corner. Can we bend light and see around that corner? And if and when it comes, how can you be prepared, not surprised, not riddled with fear, but just prepared? So I'm going to talk about some of the key tenets of what is a recession anyhow. I mean, what are some of the definitions, the components of a recession? You know, I always start at the ground level. I need to turn this down as simple as possible. So I need to break it down for me. I'm as simple as they come. I want it to be simple for you as well. But I also want you to be able to reach out to me, 719-330-1457. If you close your eyes and you say, how can I make Jay's Easter more happy? Call me. My mother once said, I can't believe you found a way to make money running your mouth off. And that's what I want to do this weekend. I want to talk to you. Tag, you're it. I can't, I don't have telepathy. I can't just reach into space and call you and talk with you, even if it's Happy Easter. Hey, Jay, let me please understand recession or whether it's for me to help you through your next purchase or refinance transaction. Most of you know the radio listeners. I'm a licensed loan originator with Churchill Mortgage. We have been heard on the Dave Ramsey and Ramsey Solutions show for years. My radio show is absolutely separate from his or anybody else's, but Churchill and Ramsey Solutions have been in partnership for 30 years, and I'm very humbled and honored and excited to be a licensed loan originator, and I want to help you not only with your next mortgage, but put together a plan for retirement, for residual income, for whatever it is. 
But before I start to break down all the details of a quote-unquote coming recession, I want to do two things. One, give you the actual definition. I mean, the actual definition of a recession, and this is by the National Bureau of Economic Research. I actually got this from another friend of mine. A significant decline in economic activity across the entire economy lasting several months or more. Now, the actual Webster professional definition of recession is when the GDP, the gross domestic product rate, is negative for two consecutive quarters. And the GDP is made up of four components, your personal consumption, business investment, government spending, and net exports. So that's what I'm going to talk about. But before we do that, there's no better way to start that than with a very good friend of mine in the economic update. And in walks my friend Dio. Bill, how you doing? Man, I'm very good. How are you doing, Jay? I am loving life. I'm excited that it is Easter weekend. Excited that I'm actually taking a uh, rendezvous down to Pueblo. My parents lived in Pueblo for their entire life. We got them to move up here seven years ago, but there's a Fellowship of the Rockies that on Sunday tomorrow we're going to Memorial Hall. It's Fellowship of the Rockies, a huge Easter service. So I'm excited. I'm going rock climbing on the wall after the radio show here today. You doing anything special this weekend? You know, uh, growing up on a ranch, uh, we're having ham and beans. I'm actually, my mom passed away a couple of years ago, so I'm using her recipe. We're having family over, so uh, oh, no, we're probably the house to stay away from that afternoon, <laughs> just to let you know. There's going to be fireworks, whether it's Fourth of July or not, right? So we've got really interesting, um, very, very blessed that I get to do this show in conjunction with the market statistics and the economic updates. So what jumps out as far as the real estate's concerned? Gotcha. Just a couple really quick things. On a macro view, look at all, like all over everything, inflation is going, that's, that's, it's not transitory, it's going to go for a bit. It's just aptly as interest rates have gone up. We're in a time where they, uh, the, the GDP that they announced came out the other day, or the consumer price index, sorry about that. It was actually worse than what they thought, and the, the stock market still went up. So I, there's, there's just things that don't make sense much right now. But I, I'm going to throw out two numbers that I've gotten for over the last several months. One is 115%, and the other is 12,000. And I'll explain that to you. You know, I was talking to, uh, with Mayor Southers, he spoke at a presentation, and Colorado Springs is 115% of pre-COVID employment. So uh-huh. the highest in Colorado, I don't believe any other Colorado city has uh, up to 100. 12,000 was, uh, Tatiana Bailey was doing uh, a presentation just the other day. She said, as we stand right now, we're about 12,000 homes short. Just where we stand, not with anything coming in. When you throw those two things together, Colorado Springs is a place that, and I, I truly believe Space Command is going to stay here. Everything points that direction. The only reason I bring that stuff up, there's been times in the past where we hit a recession. Colorado Springs was kind of a, a branch town, and it wasn't a headquarter town. We're becoming more and more of a headquarter town, and, and why that's important for us here is we are just chugging along. People are coming here from everywhere. I do think we've hit a price range and an interest rate increase that will knock a percentage of local buyers out of the market. I don't think it will slow the California people down, the people coming from Denver or Castle Rock. If our market cut in half on demand, we'd still have a hell of a strong market. Yeah. So here's what I'm going to say on our market right now. Listings, active listings, believe it or not, on a running average, have, are starting to come up. 
Okay, um, good. On that note, how many active listings did we have last month? Uh, 705 when I pulled it, and I just pull it one time every month. Okay. But on so, a running average, it's actually starting to increase in has for the last eight months. Okay, good. So as you're listening to that, folks, there's seven to 800 homes on the given market. So hold that mark. I'm going to have you over the break, and we're going to pick up where we left off. We have seven... 100 to 800 homes on the market, and we'll be right back with Bill McAfee with the Jay Garvin Show. Lean on me when you're not strong, and I'll be your friend. I'll help you carry on. The Jay Garvin Show Home and Mortgage Talk, Saturdays at 8 a.m., Sundays at 11 a.m., here on KRDO News Radio 105.5 FM, 1240 a.m., and 92.5 FM. We're back with your home mortgage Jedi, Jay Garvin's. This segment is brought to you by Arrow Moving and Storage. Well, thanks for sticking with me. I am Jay Garvin's, your host at the Jay Garvin Show, Home and Mortgage Talk, where today I'm talking about the R word, recession. Is is one coming? Can we see around the corner? Are there indicators? How do we read the tea leaves, the economic indicators? And the best way to start that off is looking at one of the most powerful parts of our economy, and that's home ownership. United States is a home ownership economy, and I've got Bill McAfee here in the studio with Empire Title, and we're talking about the economic update. And before the break, Bill, we said there's 700 homes on the market reported in March. Now that we have those numbers, a running average, oh, well over 1,000, or 800, I mean. Yeah, it was 800. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and, it, another interesting thing on that, Jay, we sold 1,361 homes. So you had 700 and some, and we sold 1,300. Yeah. The way that works out, we may have 500 at the beginning of the month. We have 500 come on the market. We sell that 500 plus another 200, and so the next month we start with 300. It's just incredible. We, I'm, I'm a native here. I've never seen this. We're still seeing the price escalations. If you're a buyer, you're going to have to be ready to go, even in today's market. The demand will slow some, but it's we still have such a shortage. It's going to stay strong in pricing here for a bit. Yeah, it is. And you said before the break that with the pricing increase, and you're going to get to the median and average price plus the increase in interest rate, which has been a full two percentage points yep. since December. Yes. That's literally chopped off with a machete the bottom 5% oh, of the market. No doubt about it. First time home buyers. And if you have an adult child, a relative, a neighbor, a friend that is buying for the first time, please have them call me at 719-330-1457. We'll get them certified, which is a full underwriting review before they go shopping to see what they can afford and then what they need to do to get ready. But with the prices bill and the sales, what are you seeing? Is it trending well, up or trending down? Finally, both listings and sales have flattened on a long-term, on a 12-month running average. So still monthly, we're way out of balance. We and don't what have does the that home. mean when they what, flatten out? What it means is we've, if you look at sales, even on a running average, they have just been going up through the roof. 
when you looked at listings, even on a running average, had just been going down through the floor. So what's happened is we got to the roof and it's flattened, and listings which had been going down have flattened at the bottom. They will start to come back together, and when they do, that's when you're going to start having relief on prices. We're not going to see that, I, I don't think, in the first six months, simply because of the shortage that we have. We may not even see much this year, but we'll, we'll talk about on the last on the sum up on that. Yeah, but in the typical average month over 12 months, there's what, a 1,000 homes on the market? If you are high on that in the summer and low in the winter, what's the well, average? Typically, listing? we should have 3,500. No, but what do we have? Oh, right now, 700 and some. I mean, So over the last 12 months... If you look on the, you, are you talking about like on a running average or month to month? Uh, running average. Okay. So even if you look at a, at a running average on these, you're talking about less than a thousand for the last eight, ten months. Okay. So so you know, folks. So you listen to this. Oh my God, is there a bubble? Is real estate gonna pop? All of that stuff. There's been less than a thousand homes on the market in any given month over the last eight months. Yes, Let's on a running months, average. On yeah. a running on a average. Running average yep. In order to have any relief whatsoever, so a buyer can look at a couple homes rather than making a decision in eight minutes right. and having to offer over the asking price, in your opinion as a title specialist and a native and an investor yourself, what number do you think we need to have to have real relief in the market? Oh, it, it will have to go to 3500 So we are 2,500 homes short on any given moment. And like yes. you said, during the conference and the updates you attended, they basically just said, look, we're just 12,000 homes short. Short, just period. Short. Yep. Yes, yeah. and that's just our current need. Wow. Um, Inventory levels, which I'm not going to go and explain that, but it's a function of demand and supply. We should typically have five months, which would be 150 days. We have like .46. Half a month. Yeah, half a month. We do. That's what we got. So instead, we have 15 days where you would normally have 150 days of supply. And that's so that just shows show you how short it is. By the way, we have .46. If you're an investor or like me, I'm both a title guy and investor, this number is a leading indicator. This is an indicator that's likely to hold true the next 12 months, hardly no matter what, barring some kind of crazy geopolitical thing. Why do you think it's constantly so short? Why can't we just put our heads together and say, hey, let's get people to build 12,000 homes and catch up? The, the problem with it is, is when you go to develop land from the day you start and go through all the red tape and everything that you have to do, it's a two-year process. So even guys that are starting right now, those homes aren't going to come and be on the market for another two years. So and believe me, the, they're, they're trying, but it's we have such a demand and such a shortage. And why we have a shortage in Colorado, we didn't overbuild the way a lot of other places did. And so when we came out of the Great Recession, we didn't have the number of homes like everyone else did. So and all the extra excess inventory. No, we didn't. And so that's another reason. You had the rates go down, which basically helped everybody get into the market. Now you have a, a double thing happening. Wages are going up, but they're not going up as fast as inflation. So your purchasing power is actually going down. You add that with the interest rate increase, which even brings it down more. So wow. one of the things we're at 4.17 on the interest rates. Uh, you know, who knows? Uh, hell, if you go back, like you said, to December. Uh, we're we were points. in the threes. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. It was like 3.01. Yeah. So, I mean, it's crazy. The one thing that I want people to understand is rates go up, especially buyers. It takes your purchasing power down. And I calculated just on if, if it went up from 3.5 to 4.17, just that increase, which is a .67, if you were buying a $350,000 home, it took your purchasing power down 27000 bucks. Now, these are marches 
figures in April, yeah. that rate next month is going to be 5.17. Yeah, I mean, it's went up that much. Yeah. So now people are twenty-seven dollars to $50,000 of buying power that's been stolen Gone. from them by an increased interest rate. Absolutely. And I and the, where the prices were anyway, again, I think you knocked a percentage of the local buyers out anyway. You knocked them down. 500 is where, but the sweet spot's anywhere from, let's say, 450 on up. The bottom line is it's, you, you knocked them down into 300s. There's nothing there. Yeah, there's it's nothing like, in the three and a thousand dollar range. It's crazy. So days on market fourteen, nothing surprising there. Set a record on median sales price four hundred and seventy five thousand in the month of February. Four hundred and seventy five thousand dollars is the median, the middle price yeah. for a three bedroom, two bath house now. And if you go back the last eighteen years, rarely do you see February set a record price for the year. Now this may not be it, and it won't. I'll tell you because we still have a shortage. But to hit those numbers in February, it's just unheard of. Yeah, you know, it really, really is. And then, so in the last minute or so, what do you see the increase in the overall? What are we uh, year, month over year, like March absolutely. of last year? How how, uh, how much appreciation do the I'm, I'm going to compare the first quarter of last year to the first quarter of this. A quick side note, average price hit a record, 539000 ever. So we wow. hit a record there, too. But to tell the story is, is this. You've got... Average and median price are both going up better than median price is up almost 16%. And this is comparing the first quarter of last year to the first quarter of this year. January, and that's the March. first quarter coming out of COVID last year, which was Absolutely. hot. Yeah, that was incredibly hot. And then you have 13.8 on average. Residential units sold is up 4.3. We actually finally have an increase in the number of listings by about 25%. So it's coming, but keep in mind the listings were so low. An increase of 25% doesn't mean a lot. Yeah, so Bill, thank you so much. I mean, that 13% for average, that 15-plus percent for median is exceptionally strong news for homeowners, but it's a challenge for those that want. So please, folks, do not go anywhere. I'm going to continue the conversation of our hot, hot, hot real estate market. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to The Jay Garvin Show. I'll be back right after these important messages. The Jay Garvin Show Home and Mortgage Talk, Saturdays at 8 a.m., Sundays at 11 a.m., here on KRDO News Radio 105.5 FM, 1240 a.m., and 92.5 FM. We're back now. Here's Jay Garvin's. Hey, where's the beat? We can work it out. We can work it out. Life is very short. Well, thanks for sticking with me. I am Jay Garvin's, your host, and what a dynamic conversation I'm having with you today. We've got so many mixed signals out there, folks. I really appreciate you having a conversation with me just for an hour to see how things, how life, how the economy, how consumer confidence, the lack of it or the power of it is working around. You have a feeling right now in your vehicle. You're listening to me, and I want to lift you up. You're having a cup of coffee. You're doing your chore around your house. I want to lift you up. And knowledge is power. You can't have fear and faith coexist in your brain, in your heart, or in a thought at any one given time. So I want to 
forcefully push out fear and fill that void with faith. And you can call me at 719-330-1457. I want to wish all of you again a happy Easter. It's a glorious time of the year. We know our Lord has risen. He is about to walk from the tomb after three days and live gloriously within each one of us through His Holy Spirit. And today I'm having a continued conversation about recession. The title of today's show is, Is There an Economic Recession Coming? Is it around the corner? Can we see around that corner and predict? But more importantly, what can you do to prepare? And here's the bottom line up front. I'm going to lift the curtain and show you my tricks. Whether an economic recession is coming or not, I want to implore you to minimize your debt and maximize your cash reserves. Now, I practice what I preach. I can help you. And I'm telling you right now, if you have $10,000 or more of debt, unsecured debt, that can be credit card debt, that can be automobile debt, that can be student loan debt, that can be installment loan debt, that can be line of equities, home equity lines of credit, HELOCs, any of that, with the exception of your fixed mortgage, if you have any of that, please, for your benefit, not mine, for your benefit, call me at 330-1457, 330-1457, or go to churchillcolorado.com. You have to click on the local team. There's six of us here. We're a local team. We help a couple hundred families a year, and we want to help you. Any single mortgage company can give you a quote on closing costs and a rate. Any car dealer can just sell you a car. We just want to help you learn how to drive it. I want to help you use your mortgage to reach the eventual goal of debt-free living. Is it wise to buy an insurance policy? Is it wise to actually get rid of all of your unsecured debt? And in what fashion do you do that? What, what fashion do you do your debt snowball? Do you even have a budget? These are things that I want to help you with. But the bottom line is that you want to get rid of your debt now because in a recession, it becomes too late, especially if your job is affected. So you don't have to lose your job to be dramatically affected by a recession because inflation is not something we are familiar with. We just hit 8.5% inflation. We're looking at a 30% increase in commodity products like food and gasoline, utilities, just since this time last year. So you can still have a job. You can even have a paycheck. You can even have a raise. And unless your income is going up faster than inflation, you're still going backwards and you could get yourself into a rut if all of a sudden the economy comes to a screaming halt and your position is, God forbid, eliminated or even frozen to where there's no more raises that's where I want to help you. And what I talked about here is there's some indications. Like here's one. There is a 10-year treasury and there is a two-year treasury. So the 10-year treasury is something that someone buys and said, hey, I am going to earn this return for 10 years and say that's 2.5%. But now a shorter term treasury, a two-year treasury, is usually down at like a half to one and a half percent. You earn it for a shorter period of time. You don't have to commit your money as long, but the yield is usually less. And I'm talking in layman's terms. Many times in the past, over a half a dozen times, there has been an anomaly that has occurred 
that's called an inversion. And an inversion in the market actually is when the two-year treasury earns more than the 10-year treasury, which doesn't make sense, but it occurs. So when you have your yield on a 10-year treasury, the percentage, 2.5%, dip below the yield or the percent for the two-year treasury bonds, historically, over the last 60 years, a recession follows. So we have a precedent now. Not every single recession is preceded by an inversion of the 10- and 2-year treasury rates, but every single time the 10- and 2-year treasury rates invert, a recession has followed. So that's number one, folks. Now, also, this gets really confusing because we're experiencing inflation at the same time that we haven't experienced since 1981. So this is 40 years. I mean, if you're less than 40 years old, you don't even know how to feel inflation. Now, most of us, because the median age of you, the listener, is between 35 and 65 years old, most of us can identify, but it's up to you to actually dust off your brain, kick off the rust, and remember what it's like to live and actually thrive in an inflationary environment. It's okay when we have a little bit of inflation or the cost of things go up in like 2018 or 1996, 98, 99 when it happened. Prices were going up, rates were going up because that was a positive thing. The economy was getting stronger, Americans were getting more money, and they were spending it more. And then the federal government raises interest rates to slow the economy a little bit. The infamous dot-com boom that Alan Greenspan turned into the dot-bomb in 1999 before Y2K, and then after 9-11, put us into an all-out recession. Oh, see, those different things are causes of a recession. So the Federal Reserve in March, they just raised a quarter of a point from near zero Fed fund rate to a prime rate increasing a quarter. So yes, my line of equity this last month went from 3.5 to 3.75. That's why I'm telling you, regardless of a recession or not, you have to call me because regardless of the inversion of the 10 and two-year treasuries, the Federal Reserve has categorically stated now that inflation is not transitory. 8.5% this month, over 7 last month, over 7 January, over 6 in December, over 5 in November. This is here to stay. And the White House was even stating that it's going to be ugly. 8.5 is ugly, and that's on a formula that they tried to hide from you and I. In 1990s, this inflation would be over 10%. In the same inflation but a different formula in 78, 1980, 1982, this would be 13 or 14% inflation. They've just eliminated items so the government, administrations, congresses don't look as bad. And then they turn and try to blame it on the Ukraine conflict and stuff. All of these items were in place far before any of those conflicts. And here's the bottom line for you. Why is this all happening, Jay? One main reason. This is what happens when you print $6 trillion of stimulus money. And our broken government still wants 
two trillion more in Build Back Better bill, and, and it's and it's dead in the water. It's it's like a rock at the bottom of a pond, isn't going anywhere. But the inflation is the thing that concerns me the most, folks, because you have to wrap your brain around this because I want you to get prepared. And there's five, six different articles and discussions I pulled all the way up from Ramsey Solutions to bank rate to balance.com to facty.com. I like this, clevergirlfinances.com are all ways that you can prepare for a recession plus my common sense one. The bottom line is, is I'm going to help you maximize your cash reserves, get a passion, get an excitement, get a fervor for building your cash reserves and minimizing your debt because more than 80% of all Americans right now with their consumer confidence down say that there's going to be a recession. Bloomberg News says 48%, half of investors predict a downturn before 2023. Quartz.com, one-third, one in three chance that U.S enters a recession in 2022 because of high inflation, high oil, high interest rates, high home prices. Goldman Sachs says there's a 35% chance, blah, blah, blah. So I just want you to know that all recessions don't have to be like the Great Recession or the Pandemic Recession. Let's just get ready for this. So don't go anywhere. I'm going to give you the top ways that you can prepare right after this. And call me during the break at 719 719- Three three zero one four five seven. If you have more than ten thousand dollars of unsecured debt, this is essential. If you have a friend, a relative, anybody that you know that's got too much debt and not enough savings, call me seven one nine three three zero one four five seven. You're listening to the Jay Garvin Show, and I'll be right back to sum up how you can prepare yourself for an upcoming recession. The Jay Garvin Show Home and Mortgage Talk, Saturdays at 8 a.m., Sundays at 11 a.m., here on KRDO News Radio, 105.5 FM, 1240 a.m., and 92.5 FM. We're back with your home mortgage best friend, Jay Garvin. We want to pump you up. Well, thanks for sticking with me. I am Jay. I'm your friend. You're listening to The Jay Garvin Show. I implore you to just reach out. Call me. Say Happy Easter. You can even text me. I don't even care if you're on the road and you cannot talk. Just call me and just hang up. I'll see the missed call and I'll just text you. Hey, this is Jay. Thanks for shooting me a call. Sorry I missed. I'm out of the studio. Here's my number. Let's connect. I want to help you with your next purchase or refinance transaction. I just started a new commercial that's going to be airing over this month that talks about inflation is a good thing. If you're on the home, owning and appreciating asset side of the table, so let me help you get there. But at the other side, the other end of the table, is what happens if a recession comes How in the world do you prepare for it? First of all, I want you to know that you have a friend in me. 
There's six of us. We're local here with Churchill. We're a nationwide company. We are a servicing lender. We're in 46 of the 50 states. The other four, because we choose not to do business in New York or Nevada or Hawaii. But we can help you. I personally am licensed in over a dozen states. I don't care if you have a question in Florida, Texas, Carolinas, Tennessee, New Mexico, Missouri, Kansas, South Dakota, Wyoming, Montana. The list goes on and on and on. I want to help you. And beyond a mortgage, I just did it two times this week. Sit down and help you get a plan. But if there is a coming recession, and a coming recession is just defined by two or more quarters where the gross domestic product, the GDP, is in the negative. Very simple. If there's a significant decline in economic activity across the entire economy lasting several months or more, you have to be prepared for that. It's really stages of a recession include falling production, falling demand, job loss, what causes these recessions, economic shocks, that's what did in the pandemic, loss of consumer confidence, that happened in the Great Recession when houses were going into foreclosure and people were defaulting on their loans. But when you have increased interest rates like we have, it's an indication there may be a recession around the corner. Asset bubbles, you have to be very, very careful. Understand in five of the last six recessions, Real estate didn't lose any value at all. 2008, it lost, and it lost big because it was a leading indicator for the recession. We were artificially propping up real estate with bogus mortgages that anybody could get a mortgage, a liar's loan, a no-income asset loan, all of that. Hey, Jay, do we have a bubble again? No. It's harder than it's ever been, and since 2009, nobody has got a free mortgage in this country. There's no such thing as stated income mortgages anymore. They've been gone for the last decade. I mean, for the last 13 years, you've had to have equity in your house, and that's the biggest reason why people aren't going to lose. And then when I talk to Bill McAfee, we only have less than 1,000 homes on the market here. We're 12,000 homes short. And with the regulations and the amount of time it takes to develop land and prepare land, we just cannot keep up. So what do you do to prepare? On Facty.com, I'm just going to read through these. Number one, shocker, eliminate debt. It's what I've told you. Number two, calculate your essential monthly expenses. So it's basically start to identify a budget. Number three, build an emergency reserve or an emergency recession fund. Don't stop networking. You have to be in close alliance with people for multiple reasons. That's a professional one there. Start a side hustle. That's great. I feel really good because I have like five different forms of income, and I don't want any one to disproportionately distort my life. Now, mortgage, I make a lot of W-2 income, and my income may fluctuate in the tens of thousands every year. That's why I've got the radio show. I want you to be bold and be able to get a side job where you're developing websites or you're giving music lessons or you're delivering food or you're taking people from point A to point B on one of these ride shares. You want to live within your means. They say lower expectations. I disagree with that one. I think you can be more realistic, but I don't want you to lower any expectation at all. I want you to go to your Holy Spirit, your Lord and Savior, and say, I feel excited how we're going to have provision come our way regardless. 
start investing, meaning diversify your assets, educate yourself more on finances, number 10. Diversify your portfolio. Don't put all your eggs in one basket if you think there is a economic downturn coming. You need to focus on the big picture, and that's where I'll help you. You call me at 330-1457. I will give you 30 minutes for free to just help you get turned in the right direction, put you at ease. And then, of course, the last two, you need to identify your support systems at church, at your rotary clubs or whatever it is, your sporting clubs, your school, your place of work, your team, wherever it is. And then here's another one, a, a fancy one. No one else said this. Look to barter and alternate markets of getting products. I'm part of a Rocky Mountain barter. I just talked to a friend of mine today. Hey, I'd like to trade you this service for that service. Very, very wise list there. Now, clevergirlfinances.com, here's their seven real quick, and you'll hear the same ones. Number one, emergency fund. Number two, diversify your assets. Number three, pay off your debts. Number four, budget and live within your means. Number five, multiple streams of income. This is good. Live on one income and save the other if you're in that marriage or partnership. And then consider getting an additional job or getting a recession-proof job. A recession-proof job is like a, a government job, you know, a big corporate job as opposed to self-employed. Now, banknote.com, right away, they say pay down your high interest rate debt right away. First thing they say, credit cards, unsecured debt, line of equities, all of that. Assess your finances with a professional. Tag, my hand's in the air. I will help you with this. Before you start paying off debts and mortgages, get somebody's opinion, and I'll give you an unbiased opinion. Again, right here, number three has been on every single list. Emergency savings, create it. Identify ways to cut and budget. Don't make knee-jerk reactions. Think about a career and additional earning opportunities. And then don't panic, don't panic, don't panic. So here's the balance. Every single one of those lists, as also Ramsey Solutions talks about protecting your four walls. You have to make sure you protect your food, your shelter, your utilities, transportation. And folks, if you're rabid about getting rid of debt, but if you've lost your job, don't stress out because you're putting your debt elimination on hold. You have to secure your four walls. You've got to make sure that you can get food for yourself, utilities for yourself, shelter and transportation. And then you can build upon an emergency savings in this time. So eliminating debt, building an emergency reserve, checking your budget and living within your means, and then education, folks. And I'm here for you. The biggest takeaway is, man, if you spend more than five minutes a day thinking about your debt, that's too much, call me at 330-1457. I can help you get a plan, an unbiased suggestion on how you can address that. Especially if you're homeowners, I've helped so many people with the makeover mortgage where you get rid of the rest of your unsecured debt. You then can finish out your emergency reserve and then get three to six months of your budget reserve. We always have six months or more in a budget reserve, my wife and I, and that's a deep five figures, but it's very important. And then you can shorten the term of your loan. You can go ahead and save so much money on a monthly basis that you can get more into retirement. These are all exciting, great things. It's so easy to be proactive now. I don't want you to call me reactively in October or November coming up into the holidays when this recession hits 
and you're surprised. You can't be surprised because you've heard this now. There's a lot of people that don't listen to me, so you have to reach out to them and say, hey, this might be uncomfortable, but I need to connect Jay Garvin's to you. That's what I want to give you for Easter. 30 minutes of my time for your adult child, your relative, your coworker. Because if you don't have six months of your budget in a bank account right now, you're headed for trouble. You're playing Russian roulette. And I want to be that person that helps you. But I can't see you and I can't call you. You have to call me. So 719-330-1457. And as I state at the end of every show, go grow and prosper. Tell someone close to you that you love them because that's all that matters in the end. Not the recession, not the money, just your relationships, your memories, and your experiences with your loved one. And have an amazing Easter. May the glory be to God, to Jesus Christ, who has risen from the grave, and thank the Lord that he left the Holy Spirit that dwells in us, the believers. Again, reach out, churchillcolorado.com, 330-1457. If you're listening to 11 o'clock on Easter morning, happy Easter. I want to add value to you every week. 330-1457. You've been listening to The Jay Garbage. You've got a friend in me. You've got a friend in me When the road looks rough ahead The proceeding was a paid program on KRDO News Radio. KRDO News Radio does not confirm nor deny the validity or accuracy of the information contained in this program. And the views expressed do not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the staff and management of KRDO News Radio. There isn't anything what we do for you. Cause you 